it's definitely weird now being once a week because like now it's like wow a lot has changed since I last know. week i mean it makes our job easier like yeah let's it be makes real. our job easier but also like, hey. how am i not dying right now because i swear i've eaten more hot sauce in the last 48 hours than i've ever consumed in my entire life like we had a pizza that had hot sauce on it yesterday and my stomach was like what the fuck are you doing i was Meanwhile, like more you, please <laughs> you have had it like every day and like we get this we go to Wayward Cafe a lot for vegan food, and one of the dishes that I like, but it needed something, was the Tofu Huevos Ranchos. <laughs> and it's like... Which every vegan spot has that. Of course. Like, you have to. It's a must. But, like, Mal came over, and she doused her entire thing in Frank's hot sauce, and I was like, oh my god, genius. And I just definitely consumed a quarter of that bottle just now <laughs> and i'm like completely fine drinking coffee like am i okay i'm not sure what's going on in your stomach but it's when like... i was having that dermatitis issue too like some shit i was reading online like i was so desperate to get rid of it i was like okay i'll stop eating salty food and i'll stop eating spicy food and so now that it's like completely gone and like honestly my skin has never looked better i'm feeling so blessed right now yeah your like, skin has really you know New year, new skin. I know, like it's the it just of took the year, like, like <laughs> irreparably like damaging the moisture barrier to really bring I just I totally recommend like damage your moisture barrier and then you'll be good. No, I'm just kidding. Don't fucking do it. It lasted for like so many months. I was literally like just I don't know. I it was like the first time I ever really, really, really felt super insecure about the way that my face looked because it just looked like I I don't know. I, I didn't know what people were seeing. Like, <laughs> it was just a lot. Oh, my God. When I was also having, like, that cystic acne issue when I first moved here because my skin was like, what the fuck You've is Seattle? You've been through uh, hell and back on that, I on know. that world. I know. Uh, my face. Bless her. But anyway. This is uh, Skincare with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. There is a select few people that would love this podcast to be Skincare with Rachel. Let's be fucking honest. Like, I would not be able to provide anything I know. to that. I always like, feel hey, so uncomfortable when like okay so it's honestly because like i stopped making youtube videos so there's not really like an outlet for all of my like product recommendations yeah 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 but like people will literally ask on like chris's instagram like what foundation i'm using and i'm like guys one you know my accounts two stop it like this <laughs> podcast can't just be about my makeup you know I'm going to leave. You can just, you know, take over here. <laughs> I feel like that's the worst idea, like a podcast about products because like you can't there's see thing, shit. Yeah, there's things that you need a visual of. And I'm just not here to provide a visual anymore. <laughs> Oops. Well, uh, I'm sad you guys can't see a visual of this nice bag of coffee. This bag of coffee, it felt like coming home. Yeah, it really did. If you guys have been long time fans i don't know what it was listening time rush like <laughs> yeah what the fuck <laughs> uh if you've been here for a while you'll know of coffee plant roasters uh favorite that we were drinking for probably like two months straight yeah rebecca turned us on heavily yeah and i'm pretty sure now her sister doesn't even like work there so like there's just no ties we're just here you know we'll i can't remember like it's been a long time but then when this showed up i was like wow i came home like, it's here. This is from Taylor, and the coffee plant roasters are from Eugene, Oregon, which yes. apparently, like, I, like I'm like i friends with Rebecca, so I hear her talk very highly of Eugene because that's where she's but from. But even outside of Rebecca. But, like, lots of people are moving to Eugene. It's, like, the new Portland I'm seeing. Like, there's apparently, like, incredible food and just, like, other things. I don't know. But apparently it's a really cool place to live, so I'm into it. Yeah. Every time I hear Eugene, I think of Mad Men. Really? Because... You know, they named the kid Eugene. 
Oh, see, I go to Hey Arnold slash The Walking Dead. True. Sometimes I get a Walking Dead vibe, but also I've tried to wipe The Walking Dead from my mind completely. That's also true. (laughs) But anyway, thank you so much, Taylor, for spending. You were on a road trip and you took the time to pop into Coffee Plant Roasters, you know, CPR. (laughs) You know, I'm resuscitated, I must say. (laughs) Uh, I have a fact. Uh, really? It, yes. <laughs> it's that there is a Starbucks in the CIA headquarters, and to work there, you have to go through a very rigorous and extensive background check. And I feel like that'd be the most chill one to work at. And you can't leave your post without a CIA escort. But okay, maybe also, not chill. <laughs> you don't have to write down or shout out anybody's names because Ooh. security. Ooh, that's like, I want to interview someone that works at that location. Yo. Like, really bad. I mean, they wouldn't be able to tell you shit to be like, I don't know, I signed papers, can't talk about it. Yeah, like, like superior <laughs> NDA. Yeah, definitely super duper NDA. That's wild. I never I'm even would have thought of that. I'm afraid of, like, breaking an NDA. I probably have broke, have I ever even signed an NDA? Like, let's be honest. Like, I'm fucking <laughs> internet career like well probably for like brands yeah definitely <laughs> i don't know <laughs> maybe this is a sign pay better attention to contracts <laughs> yeah well i mean i wish the people that are were issuing the contracts also paid better attention to contracts but you know yeah because you know we can't break them but they can <laughs> yeah <laughs> that seems to be the thing so let's talk about the major news on the docket the fact that I just touched Squeezy's head? Yeah, that. <laughs> <Okay>. Definitely. <laughs> How was it? What did it feel like? Yeah, it was soft and wonderful. <laughs> did it bite you? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, if you've been listening to this show for a while again, then you might have heard us make casual jokes as to, you know, one day, when we own a one-bedroom, that's when we will feel as though we have made it. Yeah. Um, and last week episode, last week, last, last week, week episode, episode tonight, um, <laughs> I just watched John Oliver, like, drag anti-vaxxers, so I'm kind of lit right now. Um, by the way, you should watch it, I tweeted it. But, basically, last week, we were saying that, like, we spontaneously looked for an apartment in our current building, because we love our building, and, like, we saw this, like, super rare layout. Yeah, I just like to keep, you know, a lay of the land, know what's becoming available, so that way, I when like we did... know what's going on in my neighborhood. <laughs> when we did feel bougie, and when our lease was over, like, then we could, like, maybe look at something else. You know, I like to just be in the know. Yeah, I'm, I'm like that bitch that's always looking at the next living situation. Yeah, exactly. So, turns out, we actually got that apartment. What? Yeah. What the fuck? How many times are we gonna scream in this episode? Like, we're gonna scream a lot because this has been just something bitch, that we you have. Don't even know. Ever since we've been like living together, which was uh, like 2012, years ago. <laughs> 2012, 2013. Okay. We have just been pining after like. Having space. Having more than a studio, which there's nothing wrong with having a studio. No, and like, let's be honest, moment of silence, not really, a moment of gratitude for the space that we are currently in, because as, as small as it is and how I'm very, very excited for this new apartment... I love this apartment and yes. like I will feel a little bittersweet letting her go because it's the been, been the best place that I've ever lived and I've had nothing but like I mean I'm sure I've had some shitty memories in here too let's be honest but like I mean how many times did you stab yourself in this apartment by accident <laughs> with like fucking mandolin slicer how many times have I left this apartment to go to the ER to get stitches yeah good call good call 
But, I mean, compared to even our last apartment, which I was still very grateful for our last apartment, first one in Seattle. I'll never like, forget the feeling of, like, walking into that apartment. And first. looking out that window and seeing the entire city skyline. Which would being, soon like, be wow, covered up by construction. A building. <laughs> yeah, fine. so that lost its luster, but, you know, just and like... the leaky ceiling and the fire alarms, oh. And, like, our apartments beforehand, you know, we had... We they were just college apartments. They were just college things. They were really you know not the greatest buildings they were cheap as fuck which was very nice but like you know yeah. they were and we also good. had to have roommates and you know it's never an ideal situation let's be fucking honest like yeah, if you've ever had to live in like college funded i guess like apartments or whatever like, like we were funding them though we, like, were, fun- we were buying but you know them. what i mean like the apartments that the college like kind of owns or whatever like they're not that amazing yeah and i don't care like i'm not i never expected I never expected to live in an apartment like this one. Yeah. Like, having a stainless steel appliance. Like, just one. Wow, crazy. What? <laughs> having a dishwasher also. Life-changing shit. So, yeah, we've been in, like, a studio or at least living out of, like, one room for the entire time that we've been together. Yeah, we've never occupied more than one room. And I don't count our bathroom. Yeah, I don't count a bathroom. Because it's basically, like, the smallest It's a bathroom. fucking water closet. Like, it it's really so small. Is. The WC, um... <laughs> but uh not only are we getting like a one bedroom we're actually getting like a two bedroom but the one bedroom doesn't have the last wall so it's like an office yeah which is literally the most ideal setup i could possibly imagine that's why we like are doing all of this now we're jumping we're jumping because this layout does not exist like nearly as often as any of the other ones yeah and they're so, like it's really rare and it's i'm like, like i know i've never seen it before it's like getting a two-bedroom but like for way less money and it's just everything that we could possibly want since we love this we never wanted to leave this building. Like, no, this I, building... I wish I could tell you more without, like, disclosing too much, but, like, like I Regardless love this place. of, like, what we have in our apartment, which is all very nice furnishings and stuff, like, the actual building itself is fantastic, and we love all the people that work here, and we never want to leave. I literally can't think of one complaint I've had since living in this building yeah. about anything. It's a good location, everything. We moved into this apartment and we were like okay now we're in here we'll move up in this building but like you know we want to be in this building because it's just so nice and our lease wasn't even up until february and like chris and i have never broken a lease or like done anything because i'm not gonna spend like what is it like two times the rent and then like a deposit it's ridiculous to break your lease like it's a lot of i can't do that so (laughs) they basically were like hey like we have this apartment there was like two people in our building talking to us one was like higher up and she was the one that was kind of like i'll talk to corporate and see if we can get you guys in without like a transfer fee and then there was this other schmuck in our building and he was just like oh that's gonna be like three billion dollars and i'm like let's talk to her again (laughs) like it's not but uh yeah they got us the apartment without we only have to pay our deposit which is like 300 bucks yeah we only have to just pay like the regular amount that you would pay for rent and not like three thousand (laughs) dollars okay so uh, it's all working out really well and you know with like the whole etsy store launching and just like the fact that like i'd love to have a separate room with my bed in it it's all just working out fabulously i know like let's be honest i have too much shit with this store the podcast is gonna be like we're always gonna have it set up like yeah we're not gonna- like when we record we have to like set up all of the equipment because we put it away because we don't have that much space yes yeah. so. like we might even go back to two times a week just because 
half the reason why we not half but like part of the reason why we went down to one was because it does take a lot of time to just get this shit set up again and like if that's always there then we could make more frequent it's episodes. literally gonna be like hop over there the mics are already there just hit start and start yeah. recording so we'll let you guys know like more formally when we decide to like change our schedule but like yeah. it's definitely something that we want to do and also like twitch streaming we were gonna stream like the other night but the game that we wanted wasn't free yet <laughs> Because we're, we're so cheap. Um, but, like, that would be another thing that if we had that office space, like, we would be able to stream easier and everything. Yeah. So it's just going to be nice, like, you know. You, I can't believe I'm going to have an office. Yeah, like, you legit having a workspace. All six years on YouTube, no office. <laughs> yeah. Worked from my bed, was depressed. Um. You have, like, it's not outside of our place, but, like, you have your own office to go it's to. That's like, it's a workspace. It's a workspace that's just, this is for work. Like, like that's it, you know? My mental health has been improved. With just having my work table, yes. I can't imagine having a whole room for my work. Like, that's crazy. That's so exciting. I can't... And also, double the windows. Like, yeah. there's so many windows. There's a corner window. We can put a Christmas tree. We can be, like, Bethlehem in Seattle. I'm, <laughs> like, chunks, waving my arms right now. The chunks are going to have so much room for running. I know. I can't. I can't wait for them to explore all. Yeah, the they windows. have a lot of windows too. So that one fucking crow that really loves our buildings, Squeezy, will have a lot more fun with him. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, and we are, we still have like the same view as well. Like, we're just one floor lower, which is like I don't give a fuck at this point what my view is, as long as my view is more than five hundred square feet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Oh my god, I'm so excited, and like we don't move until. It's the end of this month. Yeah, the end of this month. And, like, we haven't even, like, been able to, like, see the apartment yet just because, like, there's people living in there. But we know, like, what it will look like because of, like, we it's already live in one of thing, these. It's going to be the just a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah, we can honestly tell, like, from in our current apartment, like, where certain rooms will be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm just, I'm so thrilled. I cannot wait. And it's coming up, like, so quickly because it was kind of, like, a spontaneous thing. So, like, I don't know. We Normally, yeah. I would be, like, thinking about this for months and, like... We're not even doing like we thought we were gonna have to wait until fucking February to possibly get something. Think about it. It's gonna be really nice whenever you're on a phone call. Oh my god! And yes. I don't have to take either the Nutribullet or the coffee grinder into the bathroom to blend whatever I'm yeah. doing. Yeah, <laughs> like we were thinking about it. There are so many things that we've had to like accommodate for for living in a studio apartment because. Sometimes, like, if I do want to take a phone call and you are, like, being loud or something, like, I would either have to take it into the bathroom where I drop all calls (laughs) or my closet, which is weird. (laughs) Like, it's just not a vibe. No, and, like, you know, we like to keep our space clean, and that's something that you have to do, especially when you're in a studio apartment. Like, you know, if you have any small amount of, like, clutter, it can feel very overwhelming because it's small space. But, like... If there's a moment where, like, we're in a rush and we need to, like... I gotta get out the door. I could just close my bedroom door. Yeah, and <gasps> it'll look cool, and then the bedroom will just be a mess, and that's yeah, fine Yeah, and me. I'm okay with that. Like, also, <laughs> cat-proofing every night. Like, we won't have to do that as much. Like, anything that we need to get away from the cats, we could just put in our bedroom and close the door. Like Yeah, the only upsetting thing is, like, you know, keeping the door open or closed. I know. We have a lot of things that we're thinking about. We're like, do we keep the door open at night so that the cats can come and sleep with us like they always do 
slash we can hear if they're doing anything wild or do we like not do that <laughs> i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be getting used to it's gonna be just wild though we're gonna have like so much space and you know we have the furniture like we're a little crowded in the studio but like it's gonna be like wow we have a lot of space i remember thinking this. about how huge this apartment felt compared to our last one after yeah. this one so like I can only imagine. Because this has been the biggest. I'm gonna literally just cry the moment I walk inside. <laughs> oh my god! And it's... the kitchen's the same. Like everything else is the same. <sighs> I'm so excited. Yeah. I hope you guys know how excited you <laughs> that we are. I don't know if you're excited. <laughs> I mean, it's not really happening to you. I but mean, we I got a lot of people saying that they were excited. Like I know, because like they've been listening to the beginning when we were still living. Does this mean we've made it? I don't know. I don't know at this point <laughs> what is making it. TM. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to something a little bit less braggy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we've got a lot of you guys letting us know that, you know, Scott Patterson, he's coming out with a coffee brand. Yeah, which is really cool. Apparently, he's a huge coffee lover. I love that he is Luke. Yeah, he really is Luke. But, like, with a motorcycle, which, honestly, why doesn't Luke doing a motorcycle vibe? Because Luke was just like... Yeah, he was just like safe, Mr. Safety Man. Like, right. no. He probably would have been like, Jess, don't. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he's coming out with a coffee brand. Like, didn't he like, he, he didn't like when uh, Christopher rolled in with the motorcycle? Yeah, yeah you're yeah. so right. See, I'm sorry. Fuck Christopher. Listen, I got, yeah, fuck Christopher. <laughs> um, that's the fuck Mike Newton of our podcast, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, uh, shit. So, yeah, he's coming out with coffee, and I honestly feel like we're going to have to order some and. Absolutely. Whenever that comes out, we'll be like, order number one, try this out. Like, I hope that. I'll put it in my Luke's mug. Yeah, I hope that this is like. (laughs) It's gonna be like having Luke's coffee. I know. I was was just gonna say, like, I hope this is like what he would serve Luke's. Like, I'm with the vibe. I want him to literally open up a Luke's. That would be. I would travel the world to go there. I would absolutely go. How cool would that be? That would be fantastic. But anyway, so yes, we we are well aware. I can't tell you how many people let us know too. Like you guys fucking know our niche. <laughs> like I've, I've seen more. Our of brand that. is so well defined. It really is. <laughs> That's honestly the goal, you know. Yeah. Something else that we didn't talk about last week, which I think was already out last week, was this whole Snapchat map thing oh which i can't say that i keep saying snap snap nap 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 chat like well i found out about it in a fucking uber okay yeah like, and i thought like this uber was just like making shit up and like, then i, I checked was, like, and i was like oh because like basically they came out with a new feature and like the idea of it is cool but obviously it's going to be misused. i don't even think the idea of it is cool like, i don't think anything's cool like, <laughs> like i don't know like everything that introduces like location based whatever i immediately turn off <laughs> like i was like i was that person when i was in 2010 like i was on foursquare like i'm gonna be the mayor of every so building tragic. that i go to you know like i was that person i just like not only am i a paranoid anxious person dealing with ptsd and i hate location services also i do have like an online platform so it's like fuck i I can't hang with any of this. Like, I, I was not even cool with, like, Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really play any Pokemon games in general, but, like, the idea that, like, maybe our apartment building would be, like, a place where a lot of people would be, like, loitering, like, that gives me a lot of, like, anxiety. I don't like it. So, basically, there's, like, this thing where you, like, zoom out, and then you see, like, a map, and it's, like, it, the idea is that you're supposed to see, like, where all your friends are, which is weird, and, like, what's cool and bopping in your area, and I don't give a fuck about what's bopping in my area bitch get online you like can is there really gonna be anybody that's like 
Hmm, I have nothing to do tonight. Let me zoom out on Snapchat, see where the fuck Ooh, everybody's bitmoji is. Oh, everyone's hanging out the show is. station on 5th. I'm just uh, going to go over there. Let's go like, there. No. That's not going to happen. We're in the Uber, and the guy was like, yeah, because he was picking us up from the concert, and he was like, yeah, my girlfriend just saw that we were at the Hollywood Bowl and was like, ask me about it. And I'm like, see, it's already like... There's gonna be so many like uh, I got into like not a fight but like someone on Twitter was like very like adamantly upset that I could at all find anything wrong with this feature and I was like, look, I'm not saying it's like a bad feature and it's cool but like you cannot deny that there are gonna be abusive people that will misuse that like absolutely and like sure. and it took me a while to figure out how to put myself in the ghost mode which is like to make, take yourself off the map. And, like, there are people that are less technologically savvy. I did find out, though, that it's not, like, it doesn't default show your location. Yeah, yeah, You have to, like, get into the feature and turn it on. So that's good. Because there are people that are not going to realize that they can do that. But, like, if if, uh, police have to be issuing warnings that, like, this is something that you should be checking your kids' phones about, like... That's something to worry about. But, like, there's also going to be, like, so many young people or whatever age, honestly, that are that might not think about what could be, you know, misused. And they might just do it because they think it's cool and they want to, like, they want to show people that they're at whatever event. Hey, guys, I'm at the mall. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then they're not realizing that, like, that could be a way that someone could be stalking them. Like, it's not... I don't, and like you like, said, I don't the, want to know where anyone is. If I want to know where you are, you're very important to me and you'll tell me. That's it. Like, yeah, you know, there's, you know, communication, like texting and stuff. That's like a thing that exists. It could be cool if like, say you were going somewhere, you were traveling and you weren't feeling safe and you wanted to let someone know, like, cause you can limit it to like a specific person or whatever. Yeah. But also you could just do that on your iPhone anyway. There's like a million other things that already kind of enable this yeah. kind of thing. And then there are people like in defense of it, they were like, well, if you are, you know, an abusive person or a controlling person, like you might have already figured out other ways to do it because there's, you know, find my iPhone. And it's like, okay, but like, let's not just add more ways. Like, wh- what let's are you doing? Let's not make doing? it easier. Like, like, why, are you, why are you cool with abusers doing? Like, I'm just very confused for people. I don't know, man. I'm not trying to drag Snapchat, but like, just be careful, you know, using location services. Just like, think about it. Think about the implications. Think about it. Just, just think about it. Just yeah. be safe. Yeah. That's all I want. That's, That's all, all I want. want I'm not trying everybody. to be a bitch. I'm just trying to. I'm not trying to buzz kill everything. I'm just saying there are people out there that will misuse things, and it's not limited to just fucking location services. Okay. You know the anxiety really makes you see things from a different perspective. Like that's the one thing like I'm always talking about in therapy is just like she's like okay well you know the positive is that your PTSD which makes you exhibit extreme hypervigilance is also a positive because it keeps you out of trouble. It and keeps you, know, you vigilant. Right. <laughs> fuck. Oh my god. So speaking of therapy, so basically I had my two-year anniversary with my therapist which so, like i feel like every time this happens it's only the second time but like every time it happens it's like whoa shit it's been another year already like, i damn. know <laughs> like, and like it's just with her so not like since i've been in it and like in general but you have to do the thing where they basically give you like a survey and they're asking you like all the like kind of like preliminary invasive questions and like all of your symptoms and like she gives you like well at least in my therapist's office like they were giving me paperwork that i had to fill out and then also it's like paperwork with different symptoms from like depression anxiety and ptsd because those are the three those are my three gems um and so i basically just have the to like trifecta yeah like my trinity um and i have to like check off things that are still applying and stuff and something that i learned about myself that i think is really interesting and worth sharing is that depression now 
is like the lowest on my list of things that I'm dealing with. Like it has anxiety and PTSD are still at the top and the anxiety and depression come from the PTSD. So that's not surprising to me, but like just the fact that like depression is almost on the back burner right now is very one inspiring. Like it's I'm, fantastic. I'm like, you know, <laughs> okay. Like, let me just say, and like, we all know that I'm like in a really good place right now. So like, I don't know. It's just, it's very exciting right now. And you can just definitely tell, like, at least, like, in the last two years, how much positive change has happened. And it's like, when you're in therapy and, like, you're getting asked questions and you don't think you're improving, like, so, when I was checking off symptoms, like, there were a lot of things where I was like, damn, I still am like this. Yeah. You know, like, sleeping and stuff like that. Like, as of late, I've been pretty good, but, like, as a whole, it's, you know, they're kind of asking you, like, within the last year. Exactly. And so you think, like, oh, I'm not really getting any better, but you fucking are, and there's so many little ways, and, it, like... It's it, hard because it's a slow... In most cases. Extremely. It's a, it's a very slow process. I mean, is anybody experiencing, like, a two-week therapy session and they're good like i don't know i mean i'm not gonna say it never happens but like you know it usually takes a long time and so it could be hard to like in the day i don't know stay motivated yeah in the throes of it all like you kind of could lose motivation because you can't see the long-term picture especially when you're dealing with depression and you know i've only (laughs) only missed two appointments one was because i had a scheduling thing where like we rescheduled and i forgot that i was like it was at noon and it was supposed yeah, to normally yeah. be at two. So that was like, just like a flop. And then the other time was because I was like so sick for my period. I was like throwing up. And that to me, like, I, I mean, this Etsy store I've been extremely committed to, and I hope you guys are seeing like how motivated I am with it. But like, other than that therapy has been like the most committed and fucking, I don't know, motivated. And also just overall, I don't know, consistent, I've been with something yeah. in a long time, and that was because my depression would help. It was not one, help. It would not help me stay consistent. The one thing that's been, you know, my constant. Yeah, my constant. <laughs> Talking lost my terms. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and that's why when people are like, oh, would you ever move? I'm like, bitch, no. I did not. Just, just for that alone? like Yeah, it's like one of many reasons. But not have a commute to your therapist. Oh, fuck that. I mean, God. I, I don't know what would happen if, like, I don't know. Let's not talk about it. But anyway. We're not moving for a long time because we got our dream apartment. <laughs> I'm doing good. And I just thought that was worth mentioning because Definitely I feel like we haven't been mentioning. talking about mental health stuff lately just because, I don't know. It hasn't been on the forefront of my mind, which is, whoa, whoa wild. Crazy. Like, I'm not by any means, like, whoa, cured, okay? Like, I still have a lot of problems, <laughs> but I'm doing a lot better, which Making is Making note of progress great. when it's due, you know? Yeah, because, like, I went in there, and I had, like, a really fantastic June, and I, I didn't have my last session with her because we were in L.A., and so I went in there thinking I had, like, all these, like, good things to tell her, and I told her, I was like, you know, part of me gets, like, nervous to tell you these things because I get nervous that you're going to, like, you know, just be like, oh, she good, bye, Peace and out. she was like, well, that's clearly your fear of abandonment. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right, drag me, bitch, like, and when we were filling out the, like, survey, <laughs> I was, like, hypervigilance because, like, at the time, I was, like, feeling overwhelmed, and I was like, what does that mean again? And she just looked at me, and she was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, drag me. I love it when she drags you. <laughs> I know, I love it. Like, we have a very, like, great, 
Like, it's all good. Like, there's no judgment. But it's just, like, now we're at that level where we've been together for two years. So we're, like, very comfortable. She gets my humor. Yeah. Just, like, in the beginning, maybe this is something. I don't know. I like talking about the inner workings of therapy because if you've never been in, like, it might be something that you feel uncomfortable about. Like, if you're worried about, you know, making jokes. Like, that's the thing. Like, with my my humor is usually covering up for a lot of my pain. And I'm sure a lot of people can, you know, <laughs> deal late. with that. Um, but like after a while, like I remember in the beginning, I tried not to make as many like jokes because I didn't think like it was helpful or like, I guess, yeah, or, or I don't know. I don't like know. I didn't want her to get the wrong idea, but now she like understands totally like where I'm coming from in most aspects. So. <laughs> I don't know. It's been pretty lit. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Well, yeah. It's been fantastic. Chris is literally like shook because he doesn't know how to handle happy Rachel. Like he's just <laughs> kind of like, who is this person and when is she going to go away? Because he's not used to it. Well, I can imagine things are only going to get better when we have more than one room. I know she was saying that because I was like, oh, it's a small thing, by the way, but I am getting a bigger apartment. She's like, that's huge for you. Like yeah. it's going to help so much with so many things. She likes to remind you of the things that you don't think that are like big events or whatever like or actually like hey this is something that like you should be like celebratory of like like, something small for example like a year or two ago i would have never like been able to walk okay actually rewind i wouldn't have been able to like not have you physically draw me off at therapy a few years ago yeah like especially when we were in pennsylvania and now i'm at the point where i can like get my ass home and there and everything and it's like no anxiety about it because i have a lot of anxiety when it comes to travel and being in an uber strangers walking home feeling vulnerable and like these are all still things like like i said i am very hyper vigilant she's got two things of pepper spray and she's looking okay (laughs) but it's not disturbing my life as much like it used to really prevent me from getting things done yes and she was like that's not small bitch that you've been walking home every session i'm like you know what you're right that's (laughs) kind of wild i don't know it's a lot of that a lot of therapy is just like bitch that's not small (laughs) that's what it is and I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, unlocking so much. So I don't know. I'm very pro-therapy. I'm very happy. The end. Yes. Uh, to change gears a little bit, uh, we did an episode a little while ago where I talked about, like, you know, it's just, like, stupid tech things that I read. Like, one-use tech things? Like, just, like, really dumb things. Like, I remember there was, like, a fucking pair of sandals that had, like, Wi-Fi in them or something right. like that. You remember? <laughs> Flop-fi. Gotcha. Yeah, it's my fi Um... <laughs> So there's a couple of different things that I saw just in the past week that all fall underneath that category, I feel. So the first one you saw was that there's this nightlight that's a smart nightlight, which I'm all here for, like, the smart home kind of thing. Like, I want my house to be, like, that Disney movie, like, smart house, where, like, my liquids get absorbed into the floor. Okay, that would be so amazing for, like, litter. Yeah, but also now actually living in that world, I am afraid because I don't want people hacking my doorbell. Like, Okay, true. Okay. (laughs) Or you're safe or, like, I don't know, your security stuff. There's, like, uh, smart deadbolts and stuff like that, like, locks for your door and stuff. Like, I um, want force. Yeah, I don't... I want your old regular gears and ye old gear <laughs> ye old gears so there's a nightlight and while it what does, does it, do? it is a nightlight but it also can like do something to let you know when you get an email or like a retweet or something like that like give you notification of no, that no like <laughs> i don't want this i don't understand where the idea for this came from because i'm in the middle of sleep and there's absolutely nothing that 
is like unless like I'm a doctor and like my patient needs me like right now. Yeah, like, I'm a do not which, disturb when I'm. I'm sleeping. sure you have a fucking pager or something for that. You don't need this goddamn nightlight to do that for you. Like I, the only thing I could think of is like if you were to use it in a way that it's not intended, like an accessibility thing. Like if you have some sort of like special needs or disability and you need like to get certain notifications sent to you in a sensory way like it could be cool but i, but I don't know like for do the that. average person that's like getting emails i don't know why you would want your nightlight to tell you, you got a fucking email because i would be going not happy <laughs> okay yeah, i do not want my spam emails to be like waking me up in the middle of the night i don't need that kind of thing that's just like a really dumb smart house kind of thing but smart house is not dumb okay yeah i want it I uh, really do. <laughs> I want to like be like, I want a smoothie, and, and then it just, it just pops out from the counter. Yo, that was the that's coolest. my future. I remember thinking it was so cool that the, her wall would like turn into like whatever music video she wanted. Oh, and it's like, bitch, yeah. it's just a green screen. I could do that. Like, <laughs> I could literally get a fucking like, what you call it? You know, a projector. Wow, yes, it, <laughs> it <works>. lost me. <laughs> or I could just get a giant TV the size of my wall. I don't know, man. Uh, and so the other thing that I saw was called like a token ring. I think this is like the name of it. And what it is, is it's like a smart ring that essentially can unlock like everything that you use oh, in your day. Oh, I saw that you could pay with it. You can pay with it. You can like Just unlock. like fist pound, like, like yeah. whatever you're paying with. Bro fist, dude. <laughs> okay, PewDiePie, you need to chill. <laughs> no, and then like, so like how I said there's like a smart lock for your door, like you can unlock that, you can unlock your phone, your car. Like, do all of these different things, like, and, like, all of your, like, passcodes and It's just another key that you don't want to lose. Yeah, like, I get Because, like, it. obviously someone could just steal your key, and then you're fucked it's as well. On, it's a ring, it's on your finger, like, I guess and, like, didn't you just lose your debit card or something? Like, you had to get a, a new one? Yeah, there was a mysterious charge on my card, and so I'd have to get a new one. That's and, like, always fuck. the most fucking annoying this. thing ever. It was, like, for AdSense. I was like, bitch, she's long gone. She like, is long gone. We haven't I don't know used where her this in came months, from. Years, honestly. <laughs> So I just thought that that was also like something that was really dumb at that point. That like I, I don't know, I would just do it all with my phone. Like I wouldn't want a wearable as well, yeah. unless it's like your Apple Watch too. I don't know. I don't have any of these things. The the wildest I get is when I have to use Square at a restaurant because yeah. everybody here in Seattle has that. I don't do like the Apple Pay or anything. Like that. I'm still afraid to like put my card into my phone. Like I'm afraid to do that. Isn't it technically there with your bank app though? I don't, I don't know. And like, iTunes? It, it, I'm just, I, I, there's, it's probably out there already. Like, I'm probably, me not adding it to Apple Pay is probably just inconveniencing me and not hackers, but like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm still nervous to do it. Either way, I would say now, coming through the other side of all of this, I would get one of those Amazon buttons that like, you just order one thing for my shea butter sheet mask. Yo, absolutely. And cat litter. Those would be like the two buttons I would get. I legit want one for the cat litter because damn, you guys use a lot, but yeah. also... Two cats, two litters. <laughs> That's Three the ingredients. New... <laughs> 15 minutes, bakers. <laughs> Last topic of discussion. Very important topic, I would say. Yes, always important. Should have been number one on our list. So there was a recent survey of which emoji is Googled the most by each state. Not used. I wish it was used. I don't know how they would be able to figure that out, but this is the emoji that is most Googled. My question first is, why are you Googling an emoji? I don't know. Like, that's... that. I want to know. Like, do you want to know, like... Because there's, like, a technical name to each emoji. So, like, are you trying to find that out or, like... Look, we don't have to be that deep. I just... I need to know. I like that Florida 
is the crying emoji because same. That like, it, it is the same. The only other state that has that is Washington. <laughs> which makes so much sense because the 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 rain, the Pisces, I don't know. I cry a it lot. It fits you a lot. It like does. you use that one a lot. Texas is also the fire emoji, which makes sense because it's hot, you know? Yeah. I would assume. Okay. Uh, Pennsylvania though is the uh like hands up in the air, like yes. Yes. Which doesn't make any sense because why would you be pumped about anything in Pennsylvania? <laughs> I gotta know. Nevada is the poop emoji, which interesting <laughs> i i enjoy that and then new york is like the monkey with its eyes like covered by its hands because i feel like a lot of things that are like shady happen in new york you know i love that you went through the motions of showing me that emoji <laughs> oh, I, I mean in case you weren't able to see it there on your phone we can tweet out this article and let us know what your state's most used emoji is i think it said in the article that like overall the most googled Googled one was the hard eyes emoji okay because i feel like people are like is that flirting like me when i have a snap streak and i'm like (laughs) what does this mean like i don't know what does the timer mean i just found out that's like pressuring you to like send more snaps i'm like whoa what the fuck this is a relaxing app for me i don't need this i love that south carolina is the eggplant like obviously a lot of sexting going on there are they trying to search like is this innuendo what's your most used emoji like in your recents well it's or like what is what would you consider your most used emoji for me i know 100 percent that it is the upside down smiley face well as of lately it's been the tm emoji okay because, like, very true when you unlocked that for me i was like fuck i can do this now i can I make also, these jokes i use the crying one and also the hands going up like yes and then a lot of the different hearts i use a lot of the like the smile he's thinking about it like he's holding he's got his finger on his oh shin, like i reserve thinking. that for like a specific time also the for laughing i usually use the one with the crying eyes yeah like, like what other kind of laughing are you going to use upside down smiley is always on my recently used upside down smiley is me in most degrees i feel like i've been slacking on the moons though a little bit I yeah used to you be have all been. about i've the been moons. slacking on the dancing lady because oh. she's the one that i use all the time true all right, and so we also found this BuzzFeed quiz that I think really relates to Chris's dilemma with not feeling like he's a Pisces. I think that, you know, I just really think that I can't be defined into one of these... By the stars in the night sky. I am my own beautiful... Nebula. Yes, <laughs> you can't define this. <laughs> so this is a BuzzFeed quiz, which we will also tweet out, and this is, should you actually be a completely different star sign? Now, before all the astrology benches get up in arms, I apparently... You're not even really supposed to give a fuck about your star sign. It's really your sun sign that's, like, supposed to really tell you who you are. I don't give a shit. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> like, I'm such a Pisces. Like, I kind of want to get a fish tattoo. I think that that fish would... fish and Pisces. Like, even if you're not really Pisces. Like, I don't know. You like fish a lot. I love the ocean. I love fish. Okay. Can you get the Pisces symbol, but, like, with mola molas? Oh, (laughs) you've unlocked something in me. Okay, so let's start this quiz. It says, which friend are you? The responsible one, the understanding one, the outgoing one, the loyal one, the social butterfly, the nurturer, the positive one, the shy one, the peacekeeper, (laughs) the agony ant. Who is that? (laughs) Who is this? The optimist and the leader. I'm going to have to say I'm the understanding one. I'm the listener. I'm the advice giver. I'm going to be the responsible one. I'm like, that's true. Let's not do this. Uh, What's your weakness? I can be naive. I'm stubborn. I find it difficult to focus. I'm temperamental. I can hold a grudge. I can be bad at compromising. I hate being alone. I'm overly secretive. I rarely do what I'm told. 
I'm a workaholic, I get bored easily, or I'm super sensitive. Uh, we all know mine. <laughs> I'm super sensitive. Um, Same with my nips. <laughs> okay. I will say that I'm a workaholic. I was going to say you're either a workaholic or, yeah, honestly, yeah. Out of all of these, I would say I'm a workaholic. Um, what word describes you best? Adventurous, reserved, sociable, caring, trustworthy, generous, non-judgmental, passionate, free-spirited, patient, rational, and imaginative. Oof. I'm, I I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm kind of a lot of these. Like, yeah, I can't, like, obviously I'm going to be more than one. I was going to say for myself, either rational or reserved. Wow, I was going to go non-judgmental for you. Oh, okay. Because I feel like you're a non-judgmental, but if you think, whatever you think, honestly, this is your quiz, bitch. Yeah, this is my quiz. I don't know um, what I am, because I feel like, like I'm... Like, not to say that I'm, wow, I'm a judgmental piece of shit, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, like, out of all of these, I would probably... I would call think, you rational, though. I would say rational as top one. So, for me, I feel like I'm I'm caring, and I'm imaginative, and non-judgmental, I don't know which one the most. Though. I would say caring. Caring the most? Okay. I would say caring the most. I just realized that there's so many responses for each one because there's 12 signs. I was like, wow, there's a lot. Like, I don't know. Imaginative, <laughs> though. Like, I don't, I do mostly creative work, too. I'm going to go with imaginative. It's your quiz. You'd pick a one. <laughs> okay. Pick an animal you identify with the most a tiger, a swan, a dog, an owl, a wolf, a magpie. <laughs> A dove, a panther, a peacock, an elephant, an otter, and a sheep. Oh my god. Ooh, I want to go with elephant because my memory is fucking ironclad. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I was going to go with an owl, even though that's squeezies. Oh, yeah. I mean, Expertise. the panther is also squeezy as well. True. Pick a dream job. Writer, film director, pilot, photographer, working for a charity, musician, Personal trainer, actor, fashion designer, wedding planner, animator, or interior designer. That's interior you. design. That is absolutely you. Though I would also do musician or writer. Out of all of these, these are all very, like, well, most of them are very, like, creative. Yeah, you're like, fucked in here, honestly. I'm going to go with writer. Yeah, yeah. If I, I could also see you doing direction. Yeah, that was going to be my number two. Yeah. Okay. What would you like most in a partner? Someone who's good at communication. Yes. That's probably going to be my answer. Someone who's able to make me laugh. Also important. Someone who's intellectually stimulating. Fuck, I'm torn. <laughs> Someone who's a great cook. Not that important, but you can't be picky eater. I, I don't fuck with people who are picky eaters. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, someone who's loyal. Someone who's patient and sincere. Someone who's really affectionate. Someone who's honest. Also very important. Someone who will treat me like a queen or king. Someone who's honest and genuine. So just honest and then honest and genuine. Shit, because... I don't want any... I want honest but ingenuine. Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? That's like John Ham. No. <laughs> like Don Draper. Um, someone who's spontaneous and outgoing and someone who's patient. Well, I want a lot of these things. I want all of them. Um, I'm going to pick communication because I think that's the most important part. Yeah, I agree. I cannot fuck... I can't. I can't. Okay. can't. What would you dislike the most in a partner? Someone who's clingy, who's boring, who's insensitive, who's a little controlling, who's impatient, who's unfaithful, who hates PDA, who's stingy. I almost said stingy. <laughs> I almost did <laughs> Your partner's actually a jellyfish. You defy all odds. Who's argumentative, who's uptight, who's fake, and who's disorganized. Okay, honestly, they're all bad. I'm gonna yes. say... Ooh, because, like, argumentative, no. 
also fake duh you can't uptight and disorganized and controlling i'm gonna go with controlling that's terrible no um i'm gonna go with fake yeah fake you know you're honest and genuine yeah um pick a celebrity you'd most like to be friends with john legend ellen rihanna emma watson adele chris pratt mindy kaling barack obama and beyonce no wait no you got snoop dogg emma stone taylor swift as well can you uh, all right listen i want to be friends with john legend just so that way i can hang out everyone on this list to be honest (laughs) yeah but I'm gonna say Obama. I just Yo. I think he'd be so fun to chill with. He's just such a nice guy. I'm I oh, wanna there's I, so many I wanna pick Barack as well because like I would love to be his friend so much. Alright, so I got you should be a Pisces. <laughs> You're a compassionate and understanding individual with an urge to help those in need. You're a sensitive soul which allows you to always know the right thing to say. You dislike not having control over certain aspects of your life as it's easy for you to feel overwhelmed. But you flourish when you're able to use your imagination and fantasy world as a means of escaping the demands of the real world. It nailed me. You can take as many quizzes as you want to. You'll always be a I'm, Slytherin Pisces. I'm a Slytherin INFJ Pisces. What does that say about me? And she's bi. I want you. So I want someone to read Dissect me. Dissect this. Please unpack that. Because that's a lot. Well, I got that I should be an Aquarius. Interesting. You're a born leader who's not afraid to deviate from the crows and you do your own thing you're so outgoing and friendly that you attract friends wherever you go hmm. and <laughs> <laughs> i think they meant crowd by the way i think that was a yeah typo. It, it says crows <laughs> you are afraid <laughs> to deviate from the crows <laughs> the super smart crows of seattle you're so outgoing and friendly that you attract friends wherever you go and those you do become friends are incredibly loyal you're the type of person who's great to ask advice because you like to see both sides of any story and you don't let your emotions get in the way of any judgments. You're especially not afraid to change because you can get bored easily and value both alone time and socializing depending on your mood. I feel Everything that. about that was pretty spot on, except for while I would say that I'm friendly, I once I wouldn't describe myself as outgoing and yeah. I wouldn't say that like I attract friends wherever I go. But like that the thing with you is like you're not outgoing and so you don't put yourself out there to meet people as often but when you do meet people everybody likes you like we were just talking the other day like he doesn't have any enemies like what (laughs) who doesn't have like one person that you're like fuck them like that's not trump like and not like a boss that old job you know what i mean yeah because i've had bosses that i really did not like yeah but that's not i'm talking like interpersonal interpersonal communication All right. Well, I think we should go to some questions, but first, a word from our sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is really easy and it's convenient. You get all of the ingredients for the recipes in the box delivered to your door. It's all perfectly measured out for you. All you got to do is combine with the instructions provided and you got a delicious meal. HelloFresh even has dietitians that are full-time making recipes that are really healthy for you and they have different types of boxes. They have a classic box. They 
they got a vegetarian box so you can work around different dietary restrictions and every time we've used a HelloFresh box like everything that we've made has come out super delicious and it's always like stuff that i wouldn't have necessarily tried if i hadn't had the recipe you know sent to me yeah you know it's what I mean? like, like making it easy but also expanding our horizons and then we're like oh wow take an instagram pic like <laughs> she looks good so if you guys want to try out HelloFresh, you can get $30 off of your first week of deliveries if you go to HelloFresh.com and use code CWC30 when you subscribe. Again, that's HelloFresh.com and code CWC30 for $30 off your first week. All right, and let's do those patron questions from Patreon.com slash First one is from Nathan who said, thinking about dropping some serious money on a KitchenAid stand mixer. Oof. Is it worth the buy? Absolutely. I didn't buy mine, though. <laughs> it was a gift. But even still, I like, would have bought it. Absolutely. Like, there are... How long have we had that thing? For, like... Oh. We got it when we were living in our first apartment. Yeah. So it's so, definitely been, like, four to five years. Yeah. And I still... I mean, I haven't been using it lately because we haven't been doing a lot of, like, baking or, like, mashed potato It gets situation. its workout on uh, Thanksgiving. The holidays. Holiday time is when it really shines. Any baked goods. You know, that as well as the food processor, like the big boy food processor, oh are like kitchen fucking essentials. We got like, the food processor and there hasn't been one week that we haven't used it since we got it. Like oh it is so God. good. Last night we made pizza and we did like a black bean like base and like... I honestly thank God every day for my my KitchenAid processor. It is fantastic. That would absolutely be probably my number one appliance. Besides our need. coffee maker. Besides coffee maker is absolutely number one. That's number two. Meanwhile, the waffle iron that was like fifteen dollars. That was like a fad. You know, like we, <laughs> we got all of our waffle textures out of the way, and now like we listen, have I will waffle. be back. I will be back for waffles. I'm always a fan. It wasn't that big of like a thing to drop money on. Yeah, exactly. It was but fifteen yeah. bucks. <laughs> I love my KitchenAid, and it and it looks brand new like to this day. So I mean, yeah, they they're, last they're fucking really long. they're built to last. Yeah. All right. Next question is from Ilka, who said, "Do you have any tips for?" had to put up with having roommates slash flatmates as an introvert. I first read that as flashcards. <laughs> um, oh, I, I hate flashcards too, girl. <laughs> I get you. <laughs> I am hopefully moving out this summer, and if it wasn't for the money, I'd want to live on my own because having to be around people 24-7 stresses me out, even if we're friends. Yeah, because like, I, I get that. We had both situations where it was like people we weren't friends with, people we were friends with, and either way, it's not like always an ideal situation for an introvert. Um, yeah. For me, like, personally, like, letting your roommates know, like, up front that it has nothing to do with them, but, like, you need your alone time to, like, decompress and, like, I'm not, not sure feel super tired, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure what your living space is like if, like, you're sharing your bedroom with somebody or, like, if you have your own room or something, but, like, we didn't have, like, our bedroom where we, like spent the most of our time you know to be away from like people when we just needed alone time yeah not just because of like hey we're doing school work and like we have to go to work work and stuff yeah but, obviously like, that's important too but like just after that you need like alone time to decompress like there were times where like our roommates would have parties when i had absolutely no interest in doing anything because i was tired you know school whatever and so like i would just like let them know up front like hey like don't think i'm trying to be like rude or anything i don't mind you having people over i'm just probably not going to participate because i'm fucking tired yeah and i want some me time and if your idea of relaxing on a weekend is not spending it around a bunch of people then like whatever Binging something on netflix or whatever that is totally fine i just think like the communication is really important because our first apartment situation 
we were a little bit more passive aggressive because we weren't like friends so like yeah. we let things kind of bubble up and like you know you learn things as you go <laughs> yeah like communication is key when you're trying to like let your roommates know because people can take it the wrong way and they think like you're you know mad at them or you're anti-social in the fact that like you don't want to hang out with them like you think you're better than them literally you could just be tired exactly like, it happens you know mm-hmm. uh next question is from our email and it says, I recently graduated with my MBA. Congratulations. Congrats, grad. And since I went straight from undergrad to graduate school, I suddenly have all of this free time and I have no idea what I'm doing until I found sewing. I've been making all sorts of things and it makes me very happy, but cool. everyone keeps suggesting that I need to make money off of it. Is it wrong for me I to really... have a selfish hobby that I don't feel like profiting off of yet? No. I think that you don't... That's so healthy. You don't have to have it ever be profitable like you know people do things all the time you think people that, i don't make money off of singing and playing guitar and yet I, I do that every day i blow so much money on video games like yeah and like we weren't twitch partners bitch like yeah, we're not making any money off exactly of but I, even like doing video games i feel like sometimes i feel like a little pressure like wow i could be like streaming this on twitch and wow like it could maybe make money. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's just like I, I I've been playing video games. There for are things ever, that I do like, with art that I don't intend to put on Etsy. Yeah, that are just purely for me. And same with like, yeah, music is that for me. I think there's like pressure like between, especially in the with millennials, like that like we had to take all of our passions and like make them into monetizable because we just don't make enough money doing our regular fucking jobs getting unpaid internships left and right yeah but like you i know, think it's very healthy to have something that you do that doesn't benefit you any other way other than like your mental health your mental health your passion your motivation to do something your relaxation relaxation <laughs> because honestly <laughs> doing something like that where it's just for yourself, that is profitable because it's improving your mental health, making you happier, and then therefore when you actually do the work that like you're getting paid for, whatever it may be, like you're gonna be more productive at it. You're yeah. gonna want to get that done because you have an outlet for your creativity and like something to do that's just for you. Yeah, like when I'm doing yoga and she'll be like, "Hey, you know, thanks for spending like an hour with me today. Like that's really cool for you." And it's like you have to congratulate yourself for doing things that are just for you that don't really benefit anybody else don't benefit you financially because those are like the happy moments where you get to fucking like just be yourself and relax and it's like less pressure and it's just it's good to have those just because it's not benefiting you financially doesn't mean it's not benefiting you now do i say like spend all day doing stuff and not working you know that would probably not be you know realistic and i also don't say like if you have a passion and then you turn it into a profitable thing absolutely no that's me right now that's you right now and like that's an ideal situation it's just finding a balance exactly and there's always going to be things that i'm doing that are not going to be like listed on my etsy you know Mm -hmm. so you just you have to find that balance but i don't think you should feel guilty at all no not at all the next question is my sister and i recently found out that we're jewish and we're pretty excited do you have any fave pieces of vegan jewish cuisine that you have tried and would recommend to be perfectly honest with you (laughs) i have not 
Um, <laughs> I actually haven't really tried to veganize much Jewish cuisine other than latkes. I was just going to say, we did do the latkes. But that's like so basic. But yeah. there are so many resources online. I wish I could be a better help for you. And honestly, this is giving me so much joy just reading this question. <laughs> but I know if you search vegan Jewish food, there will be so many blogs. Cause I've looked at them all. And like some of my favorite dishes, I'm going to have to change it up. Like matzo ball soup. Like there's egg to keep that all together. Yeah. So I don't know what people do for that. And then also like um, shakshuka is like another thing that I like. And that is... It's the eggs are important there, yeah, so like they are. a nice brisket. Uh, <laughs> like these are all non-vegan dishes, but I'm sure there's probably like a food blog out there called like the Vegan Menorah or something like that. Bitch, you know? like, someone has made vegan kugel. Okay, I can guarantee it. I can guarantee it. But honestly, if you find any, please let a bitch know. Yeah, we gotta incorporate more of those into our uh, holiday. But dish. shalom, welcome. You know. <laughs> All right, next question is, what are any coping strategies that you have for calming down in situations of anxiety and fear? Um, I'm going to talk about, like, especially in public, because I feel like that's a, a helpful thing, because, like, there are times where, like, my PTSD is triggered in public, and I'll have, like, flashes or, like, in a panic state, and I have to calm myself down without being, like, really disruptive, which is kind of fucked up, but, like, I also don't want to cause a scene, you know? Yeah, I get you. Um, but honestly, breathing exercises, I cannot tell you how helpful they are. I know, like, you're, it's scientifically backed. It helps. So, like, my therapist and I, we do breathing practices in therapy, and the, ba- the main gist that you need to know is that you're going to exhale longer than you inhale, okay? So, like, say you, ex- you inhale for, like, five beats, you exhale for, like, seven or eight, you know what I mean? And that is scientifically and physiologically proven to slow your heart rate. That's why I see a lot of, like, you know apps that yes. are around this that are like guided meditations almost there are like, so many apps for breathing yeah, practices breathing and there's practice, even yeah. like gifts that people have that like will have that yeah i know the one that you're breathing. talking about the, the, sh- the shape that keeps growing yeah yeah and like that is very important for slowing your heart rate and also stabilizing and also holding on to something physical helps me um it might not like once again like this might not help everybody but like the breathing one i I'm pretty sure it will help, but like there's another thing where tapping and touching that's why, like, I low key kind of get mad at all this like dragging a fidget spinner thing because it's like a lot of people find that holding onto a physical object, whether it's like tapping on your physical body, that can also help, yeah. like tapping on your sternum can help. Um, it grounds you and it helps you remain present in a guys. I got moment. a fidget cube, like, yeah. He got a fidget cube, and how are you liking her? I'm enjoying it very much. I haven't really felt the need to have it right now in this moment, yeah. Like, so far since I've gotten it, it's only been a few days, but like, it, it's always just nice. Like, I'm very tactile and I'm doing situations that are you know any sort of anxiety inducing or just like stressful as a whole and so i like to yeah i break things all the time because i'm fucking with shit yeah so that's your that's your that, uh, that's my downfall so <laughs> you could find me just follow the trail of broken eyelash curlers that's true <laughs> um and then another thing for me and this might be a personal thing but if i'm like you know not out and about honestly putting on music and singing along helps me because i get very like lost in the methodical like 
you know, reciting the lyrics, like harm. I, I like to harmonize with my music. That's what I like to yeah. do when I'm singing. And also it helps with your breathing because you're doing exaggerated breathing. And like, that's just something that I find that I do the most. And like, honestly, music is the most calming thing for me. And that's why like when I'm feeling really tense and anxious or really upset and I don't know what to do with myself, I'm not in the mood to read because reading's not capturing my focus. Mm-hmm. I will literally pull out my guitar and just fucking like learn a new song. And then boom, I'm like much better. I got a new skill and I feel better. Yeah. So... <laughs> Basically, it's either getting absorbed into your passions or doing something like tactile, like, you know, the tapping, breathing, things like that. Honestly, pacing. I'm a pacing binge. Yeah. I don't know. I know a lot of people use counting as well. Like, yeah. That's a thing. I'm not good with numbers. So. <laughs> I just I just musically count. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I get you. But I think that's basically it for today's episode of Coffee with Rachel. Yeah. So uh, we're probably just going to be gushing about our new apartment for like the next couple weeks. I know. So uh, I guess... You know, happy 4th of July. Honestly, I'm not really celebrating. I'm going to be working, so whatever. Who cares? Yeah, me too. I'm going to be working too. But if you're into that, happy 4th, because this will be going up before then. And um, I actually think I'm going to be having a launch for my Etsy store this week. I think on Wednesday at 1. The 5th, yes. Yeah, so July 5th, 1 p.m., shoprwd.com. Pacific time. Yeah, if you're interested. But I'll be, like, tweeting out and all that stuff, too. So don't worry about it. Yeah, so I left my mug on the other side of the room. So I'm going to tap my little water bottle. Yeah, we've had a couple of stops because they started weed whacking, like, halfway through this episode. So Uh, we'll see you next Monday. Bye. That was hollow. That was really bad. That was terrible. Well, speaking of 4th of July, we did the benches this week as what you guys are doing at the 4th of July function barbecue. It's not vegan. Yeah, we're just here. Classic all-American Cool Whip. (laughs) Yeah, this is actually just the Cool Whip segment of the show. Real moms use Cool Whip. (laughs) Throwback. (laughs) Honestly, I'm really upset. (laughs) So we're starting off with Ishbel Mendez, who is mending a hole that got burned into their shirt. Valerie Molina is valiantly extinguishing some stray sparks. Emily Sweeney is taking a swig of lukewarm beer. Ew. (laughs) Melanie Weldon is eating a burger that's well past well done. Alex Capraro can't get the plastic cap off their Kool-Aid drink. You know the one I'm talking about, you twist off the top those are painful i love them though <laughs> shannon chires is hanging out by the shrimp cocktail alicia mckee is keeping buckets of water on hand at all times kimberly proza is a pro at lighting the fireworks sarah booth is booing every firework <laughs> emma corbeal is squirting some mustard onto their corn dog angelica feliz is feeling the ashes hit their arm this is a lot <laughs> jennifer fowler hates the foul odor megan burrell however loves the smell of burning sulfur <laughs> leslie wright is showing every one the right way to throw a horseshoe. Alexandria Taylor set up all the picnic tables with American flag tablecloths. Renee Medina is taking some medicine because these loud noises are giving them a headache. Gwen Stowe is stowing a new round of drinks into the cooler. Victoria Thu thinks all of this is a waste. I'm Victoria. <laughs> Sloan Fuller is full after too much potato salad. I'm also Sloan. <laughs> Kat Schultz would rather hang out with the cats inside. Nathan Braden hasn't even made a dent in their fireworks. Kim Greeley is watching the grease drip from their burger. Jason Gonzalez had seven beers and is a goner. And if I know Jason, that is real. <laughs> Dana Daly wishes we could eat these Franks daily. Jess Adams is admiring the festive tablecloth.
Megan Oxley is wondering how much oxygen is getting burned on this day. Daisy Blossom Dottie is watching the explosions dot the sky. Kennedy Rochelle is avoiding a sunburn and hanging out under shelter. M. Samek is enjoying a simple hot dog with no condiments. You know, plain and simple. Rebecca Edmondson is chasing everyone with a Roman candle. Taryn Parker is laying in a nearby park watching everyone's displays. Corey Springfield had the same idea and is laying in an open field. Lutzi is just here to see the fireworks and isn't talking to anyone. Megan Ashley is floating in the pool to avoid all the ashes. Emily Tormey is tearing a fresh chinette plate off the stack. <laughs> I fucking That's hate bougie this. when you bring out the chinette. <laughs> Sonia Vazbrun enjoys the vast display of fireworks shown off by the town. Sabrina Hughes loves bright colors and hues. Fiona paid a premium fee to import illegal fireworks. Stephanie Oliver loves putting olives in every dish, but everyone's complaining. <laughs> Me. Juanita Cara is hanging out in their car because they're afraid. Annie Wynn is frantically chasing their plate because a gust of wind took it. We all have been in that We've situation. We've all been in that and dusty china. <laughs> Cassandra Lee is leaving room for sheet cake and vanilla ice cream. Emma Nigren is grinning because there's plenty of relish. <laughs> Courtney Hall is in an exhilarating round of cornhole. I hate this. Angela Sue is making a pretzel jello dessert. You know what I'm talking about. No. That disgusting shit. Aaron Bray is bravely checking each dud to make sure it won't suddenly go off. Jada Goshi is going to the store to get more ice. My Elizabeth is saying, my oh my, that's a great firework. <laughs> okay. Talia Miller is cracking open a frosty Miller light. It's been a while. <laughs> Avery Labelson is reading every firework label to follow all safety procedures. <laughs> Anthony Hood is hiding some of their favorite fireworks in their hoodie. <laughs> Liz Holbrook is at work getting that holiday pay. Madison Greer especially likes the green fireworks. Megan Preyas is praying no sparks touch their brand new car. Alana Barbosa is a dog barking at all the noise. Jacksonora Who accidentally lit a firework in the house. That's a lot. Bridget Carey Davis is getting carried away with lighting too many at once. Ash Roselle is hoping the firework ashes don't ruin their yard. Beth Fonseca is fond of sparklers because they're not loud. Also, they make me anxious. They're <laughs> going to get to my little hand. Oh. <laughs> Cody Robinson is robbing all of Beth's sparklers. <laughs> Kendall Berg is the one overcooking everyone's burgers. Chloe Ireland lives in Ireland and doesn't give a shit about the fourth. <laughs> taco Roach is at the Make Your Own Taco Station. <laughs> so true. Camellia Malky is stuck at the mall getting some last minute fireworks. Maddie Pullman is mad that there's no more macaroni salad. <laughs> Amanda Pete is stamping out stray ashes with their bare feet. Caitlin Whalen is wailing because all their fireworks are duds. A metaphor. <laughs> Ian Murphy is taking a sip of that murky punch someone set out. Claire Wood is assembling some wood for a bonfire. Lauren Chavone can't wait for the fire to be built because they're shivering. Lindsay Torlina is torching a marshmallow in the new bonfire. Anna Hernandez is unwrapping a Hershey bar. Vlyn and Drew are trying to draw their names with sparklers for a nice Instagram pick. Oh yeah. Mackenzie Knight can't wait for nighttime to see the fireworks better. And Rachel Evans is eventually going to feel brave enough to light off a goddamn sparkler. Alright, so the other beach bonches. You guys are all pigs in a blanket. Because <laughs> honestly, is it 4th of July without some fucking frozen pigs in a blanket? <laughs> We've got Allison Frankoy. Ashley Riefenberger. Joanna Jensen. Mallory. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. So happy 4th or happy July first week. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, we hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.